Hello. Uh, new track at Popcorn and Beers, episode yes. five, Jordan. Episode five. Uh, we so made we will it. start. We made it. We made it. We're <laughs> we have a uh, over a month's worth of episodes, so that is key. Yeah. <laughs> we will start with what you were familiar with, where some use tomatoes and others use thumbs. We use the stuff that gets you drunk. Jordan's about an hour away. Cheers. Yep. From that, so because <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> NFL Sunday while we're recording this. I guess that works no matter which week, right? Because we don't have to say what game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wild card weekend. <laughs> you said it. Now now it's not a mystery. Oh, now it's a yeah, Remember, yeah. This airs a, a little bit after we shoot it. Right. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> so, that. So, now they know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, we. why don't we just start where we always start? Obviously, we're missing Josh. Uh, he is sad he couldn't be with us, but his brother was having car trouble, and they need to go uh, – Literally dragged the car off the side of the road, which I don't know. He was supposed to do drunk classic, but maybe our drunk classic should be planes, trains, and automobiles, since that's all a story about like trying to get home, something like yeah. that. Yeah, hey, I like that. Uh, yeah, never that, seen that might it, be but fun. you've never seen it. To watch. No, you've I've seen like oh. bits and pieces of it. I, like I've caught the end of it on Comedy Central, but I've never actually watched start to finish. Oh no! I love so John Candy about... though. <laughs> you, you know, know I'm not the Eerie? biggest. No. The shower curtain earrings? Uh-uh. Oh, no, you got to watch no, no. it. Now we have to do it. That's Dan Aykroyd, right? <laughs> so um, it is uh, Steve Candy. Martin. No, it's Steve Martin and, oh. and uh, Candy. John and Candy. it's all about their journey to get back home. And you're actually going to see a lot of new movies that stole movies, for, uh, stole like uh, plot points and things like that from Planes, Trains, and Automobile. Automobiles. Ooh. Audible. <laughs> Sounded out. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, like due date, do you remember that with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. and Zach Galifianakis? That whole yeah. movie is copied from Planes, really? Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, the whole movie. The whole hmm. like you know how Booksmart is literally just uh, super bad, but with women. Yeah, I mean it's, it's his it, sister. It's Jonah Hill's sister, right? I don't know, but it's the exact yeah. same movie. Is it really? That, that is. Jonah I know Hill's it's sister. Olivia Wilde's first directorial uh, debut. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good okay. movie. I like that movie. It was I liked it too, and you know why I liked it? Because I loved Superbad, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. cool! It's literally the same exact movie, but with women having different issues because they're women. It's still yeah. hilarious. It's just the same exact movie." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but in all that, we did have some things we watched this week. Mm-hmm. So why don't we lead with you? What What were you watching this week? So I got around to watching Devotion on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's Top Gun, but not fun. No, I'm just kidding. That was a bad not joke fun. that I. No, no, I just <laughs> you know I couldn't help myself on that one, but it was it was really good. Uh, it's the inspirational true story of the first black aviator in in Navy history, Jesse Brown, during mm-hmm. the Korean War conflict, and he's played by Jonathan Majors. And as Will Ferrell's Mugatu would say, that Jonathan Majors is so hot right now. <laughs> uh, yeah man it's like he he took uh what is it and i took that personally with the michael jordan yeah, documentary it, when they canceled yeah. lovecraft country he took that personally oh yeah he's been <laughs> on a mission uh you can't yeah. escape him and why would you he's excellent 
Uh, my only thing about his performance in this movie is that he, well, I guess it's not him. It's the writing, but like he cries a lot in this movie and, you know, it's, it's good reason. He's going through a lot of, you know, racial issues and things of that time. Uh, and, you know, I know men cry, it's healthy, yada, yada, yada. But it's like literally every other scene. Like every other scene, he's like just waterworks going. And it's like, okay, all right. You got to go down a Mark Wahlberg rabbit hole because that used to be Marky Mark. Um, mm. Everyone used to joke, oh, he's going to cry. Because in every movie, Mark Wahlberg would cry in every single movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, like, that was like that was the that was his thing. It was like he was gonna cry in the movie. Like, have you seen Boogie Nights? Uh, yeah, yeah, while, cries. But yes, I have. <laughs> cries. Uh, I mean, the whole he's nine, in a lot of. He cries. He, I don't know if I've seen that like, one. Like he cries in almost every single one of his movies from the past. Yeah. Not recently, but from the past, yeah. Huh. I've never really noticed that one, but <laughs> I have to go back. I have to go back and and take and and keep records. <laughs> <laughs> yep, um, cried in this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have a board on my wall. Cry, start cataloging it. Um, so there is uh, the Joe Bro named Joe in it. Uh-huh. So Joe Jonas makes a, okay. a he has a prominent role in it. Uh, you know, doesn't really add to the story or nothing, but you know, he's just a just a handsome face to look at. Yeah, uh, yeah, lots of emotion, good history in it, great build up to the action, and you get a little mm-hmm. bit of. Like everything's not just like an airplane movie. It's got it's got like the dog fights and the bombing runs, but then you get a little bit of ground war in it. So okay. if you're a war film guy like me, you get a little bit of everything. Uh spoiler alert, really tragic ending, but this is all historical knowledge that's out there. So highly recommend it. Popcorn, two beers, and a half. Pop two and a half. Passed out half no, I'm just kidding. Pop two and a half <laughs> beers. All right. Uh, what was next? All right. So this one, I was just trying to get a kid's movie in there, switch it up. Something I knew I was not going to like, but I went for it. Uh, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh-huh. Uh, Sonic and his hijinks in the movie are funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his like action scene banter is like just ridiculously corny and just like, oh, God. Like, I prefer he was just quiet. <laughs> through like gotcha. the action scenes. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jim Carrey owns this role as Robotnik as he owns every role he does. I believe I'm a firm believer that he deserves like a, uh, what do you, what, what's the word? Like Lifetime a retroactive, well, like a retroactive Oscar for his role for playing the Grinch. And it's like oh. one of the best performances <laughs> of all time. Honestly, I mean, I've heard people disagree with that, but that's, that's my opinion. Man. I think he was on a roll there for a while because he had the Majestic. He had uh, Man on the Moon. He had mm-hmm. uh, the Truman Show. Like, he was making, like, a, a bunch of serious style movies. And this is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Idris what is that? Elba. That's also Paramount Plus, right? Yes. Well, okay. yeah, it's on Paramount Plus, but I think it's also on a Maybe another platform too, or maybe like HBO Max or something. Okay. I don't know. It's somewhere else. But uh, Idris Elba plays the secondary antagonist, anti-hero Knuckles. Really cool character in that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the, there to occasionally state the obvious and drive the story is the cutesy, obnoxious tales they added <laughs> to the franchise. 
Um, you know, it, it has a big fan following. I've, I've played most of the games as a kid and mm-hmm. like appreciated the obvious callbacks to the games, but I never really like understood or retained any of the lore and bore of it. Um, they try to get you up to speed on that in the movie. Uh, sometimes in like it gets rammed down your throat in really unsubtle ways. <laughs> like all at once, it's like, oh, this is this uh, emerald that we all want for some odd reason, and it's crap that you didn't care about in the game. Like I just, I want to go fast, like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I remember the last Sonic game I played had like it was the introduction of Shadow on Sega mm-hmm. Dreamcast. On Sega Dreamcast yeah, yeah. is where I played it, and it was like the introduction of Shadow. And then the female Knuckles, there's a female Knuckles. Yeah, she's like pink, of course. Yeah, like a pink character. That's what I remember. But Shadow and Knuckles are two of the coolest characters ever from that whole series as far as like having a really cool character. So it's interesting this one that they introduced like Knuckles with a really cool voice. Idris Elba has a really cool voice. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the most most annoying characters ever with Tails. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so he's voiced by like a girl and it's like he just god he's such a wimp just get him out of here <laughs> um but you'll like so if you like shadow you'll like that you know this is an older movie so i'm not spoiling anything here um he there's a, a credit scene where they're mm-hmm. basically going to introduce him i don't know if the third movie gets made yeah <laughs> um i don't know how well this did it wasn't well reviewed but you know hey. the first one was great the first one was actually really? a really fun it? movie. Yeah, it was a fun movie. I'd pop and beer mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like watchable. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. It sure. was it was fun. Uh, it wasn't a bad movie, you know. Um, yeah. But I did hear that this one was not was not that. No. Yeah. No. It was just it was trying to cram as much of the new characters and universe and like just too, it was too much too much trying okay. to load you up for this franchise. I don't know. Wasn't my thing, but so what would you give it? I give it popcorn and just a popcorn, just a popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. But hey, Se- hey, Sega, when are we getting an Altered Beast or Jet Set Radio movie? I think we need it. I think we might Altered need it. Beast. I think it could work. Yeah, you know, you never played Altered Beast. I did not. I did not. No, no I never side scroller. You pick up the little power pellet and it turns you into like a dragon and then a werewolf man. No? Nope. Oh, never. Man, you're missing out. Uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll end uh, my what I watched this week with the pale blue eye because you, uh-huh. you watched that as well. So I'll just lead right into you. Okay. Um, the uh, old, the old, it has the classic old uh, dead guy's hand rigor mortis around a clue trope. <laughs> In every mystery movie, it's always the dead guy's got, you know, he's clamped on some secret note that changes the the dynamic of the movie, you know? Yeah, the rigor mortis hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Harry Melling, a.k.a. Cousin D- uh, Dudley in Harry Potter. Uh-huh. He's, yeah, he's a perfect casting for Edgar Allan Poe. He looks eerily similar to him. Uh, so, he, and he put on an excellent redeeming performance because that's one of those guys, like, he plays one of those characters that you're like, oh god, I hate lost that guy. so much fit. weight too. Yeah, I know. He's, he's so a little much weight, right? Yeah. It takes a second. You're like, wait a minute. I know that face. I don't. I know. I don't like that face. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he brought he brought it back for me with this one. You know, he was he was a very likable character in the movie. Yeah, I thought. Well, he's Edgar Allan um, Poe, so I mean, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know how you can't like a character that's supposed to be Edgar Allan. I can't remember. There was it was uh, there's another movie that did something similar with like classic writers that use their names as the characters' names. I don't know, but I think yeah, I, I can't recall. But yeah, it was Edgar Allan Poe, so of course he's got to be a pretty cool character, you know? Yeah, got to make him a literary yeah. folk hero. Got to make him likable. Can't be it lame. <laughs> the movie is morose, and you know the dialogue is a little poetic, heavy, which makes sense because they're you know it's a classical writer. They're trying to show this artsiness yeah. to it. Yeah, it's, it's expected of an Edgar Allan Poe centered project. Uh, the problem is how slowly the the story progresses. You know, it's like it's a real slog. Uh, it seemed like they couldn't decide on a couple different endings, and they just decided to abruptly incorporate both of them and hope that one satisfies the yeah. audience. All three. All th- there, there's, yeah. I saw three. There was like three possibilities. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, there's, you, you know, the saving of something, the conviction of one person, but wait, we want to do another conviction here and tie up this storyline. Yeah. A twist. <laughs> we Let's throw in a twist yeah. in there that really just means nothing. Like it just could have yeah. not happened. <laughs> Uh, the movie was pretty unremarkable. It doesn't make you feel much of anything watching it. Uh, I believe this is the second attempt at a major Edgar Allan Poe-centered project. I think the other one was like with John Cusack, right? The, I'm, the Raven. I, again, yeah, The Raven. Yeah, there's so the, I mean, that that might be what I was thinking of then. Maybe oh, it really, really? Everyone named after classical writers. Or maybe I'm just mixing up so – maybe I just absorbed so much content that they're all just starting to blend together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. This one – this one's a sulky miss uh, popcorn. Yeah, I, I would agree. I gave it a popcorn as well. I mean, you gave a lot of it away. The uh, the beautiful barren son of the doctor, I thought, was one of the worst acted and terrible characters in the movie. <laughs> um, and then, like the you know his his love interest was kind of gross to even think about when it came down to it. Because uh, there mm-hmm. is a love story with him, and I don't know if you if, if you agree with me, but um, there's definitely some overloving of the siblings vibes. Yeah, within, within that, um, like every ten seconds, come look at my sister. Oh, I'm very interested <laughs> in my sister. Oh, are you in love with my sister? Watch how she <laughs> plays the piano. Hey, but really, watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just too much. It's, it starts to get ugh, like creepy. Like, dude. Like, that's your sister. Like, okay, you're supposed to love her, but maybe not that much. Um, It's very dreary. I actually have that in my notes as well. Uh, Mm. They're trying to do a whodunit. They're going for the whodunit after the, and and Josh said, like, he really feels like that could be a new movie deal. You've heard him say that in the past. And uh, like, like a new popular uh, avenue that movies go down. And they tried here. They tried here, but um gosh I, there's so much i could spoil here because it's such a bad movie and it's on yeah. netflix for free is where you guys can all watch it but i put uh very lazy as far as the way it was acted i do think dudley uh the dudley dursley <laughs> he, he was probably the best acted character in the whole movie um leia mm. overacted um suffers from an illness so the audience knows and it was so overacted and so overly dramatic the writing was super lazy. I felt like the editing was terrible. I felt like the cuts, you could see them almost. Like you could almost see yeah. where they would cut scenes and you're just like, oh, wow, that was bad. Like that was really yeah. carefully edited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah. So that's what I put. And, and I put, it's just a paycheck for Christian Bale. That's what I put at the end. I was like, it's just a paycheck for Christian Bale. Yeah. Yep. Um, what is it? What's the saying? Two for you, one for me. Exactly. Two for you, <laughs> one for me. You got to get paid. Yeah. You got to get yeah. paid. And Netflix hey. is definitely paying. Uh, They're so spending their I, own money over there. Yeah. Outside of that movie, I watched, uh, I finished up a couple TV shows. Uh, Severance was a TV mm. show that I wrapped up. And I had heard about it for a long time. I just never gotten around to it because I get caught up in shows that I'm already watching and I have to, you know, crush whatever new season's out of that show. And then I yeah. start a new show. And um, I don't talk about them on here because, you know, you guys don't want to hear about Mythic Quest. It's a video game. <laughs> um, you know, for all mankind, it, it, you know, love the concept. You guys don't want to hear about that here. So yeah. Severance, critically acclaimed, fantastic show. It is a slow burn. It is a slow burn. It is a thinker. Uh, there is some, um, there, it, it ends with an amazing cliffhanger, like an amazing cliffhanger at the end. Mm. Uh, the cast, just to name a few, uh, Adam Scott, Patricia Arquette, John Totoro. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, Chris, Christopher Walken. Uh, it's, it's got nice. an amazing cast. And all of them do a fantastic job in their roles. Uh I will say it dis dis displays the extremes of separating your work life from your personal life and, and mm -hmm. really the pain that it can cause. So it really goes, it dives down that rabbit hole. Um, it goes down the rabbit hole of cultism and mm -hmm. worshiping false idols. It goes down like what can go wrong if you follow things blindly, like you just go follow something without asking why or what, or you have no ability to ask why or what the terrible things that can happen. Uh, the split mm -hmm. that can occur within your personality. So I gave it a popcorn and two beers. Um, probably should be three uh, with the cast, but pop and okay. two beers. I don't want to overestimate it for the audience out there. And I think the reason I didn't give it that third beer is because I want to make sure that this is a show for everyone. And yeah. it is a slow burn. And if you can't like sit down and really pay attention, if you got to be on your cell phone the whole time when you're watching a show, you're probably not going to like it because you do have to pay attention, but hats off to Ben Stiller for producing and directing some of this. Yeah. The, he's, he's a good, he's a good producer. Yeah. Did you ever see um, escape at Dan Amora? No. With Patricia Arquette? No. I think he won a bunch of awards for it. Oh my God. Okay. On I'll that check one. it out. Watch that. Yeah. Go escape on. At, Dan escape Amora. at Dan Amora. Yeah. All True right. Story. Escape at, at Don, Dan Amora. It is. I yeah. cannot talk today, apparently. It's really bad because I have a British <laughs> accent, but I'm not going to do that because I live in England. And I don't want uh, my neighbors to be like, hey, is he making fun of us? No, no, no. I'm doing a show. <laughs> I'm doing a thing. I'm doing a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so next show I watched was something that I grew up on. Uh, it was Willow. Uh, I'll just say don't watch National Treasure if you don't want to see like a teeny bopper, terrible show that will remind you <laughs> of the days of the Disney Channel and all the poorly acted poorly written shows that is national treasure it's bad that sucks that's um, because it's such a good franchise god I they love could have movies. done so much more they could have done so much yeah. more with it and they went down a path that was just like uh campy uh teeny bopper sweet life of zach and cody style national treasure you could and, see that from the from the previews so <laughs> and that's and that's what it is like the, multiple times i was like this is obvious can you at least make me work for it uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. who's bugged? And you're like, well, maybe the guy that was like captured for hours and hours and all of a sudden is super cool and like just vibing with everybody. 
probably that guy. Um, You know, like, oh, they're probably obviously lying to you, considering everything that we know so far. It's just that. Is the national treasure Bitcoin? It should be. It should be. Uh, This time it's uh, a national treasure that's not even a national treasure. It's a national treasure that's Mayan, Incan, and Aztec. So I don't know what they're going for there. Maybe international treasure. Well, yeah, because it's not North America. It can't be like North (laughs) American treasure, right? So it's North slash South American treasure. I don't know. Uh, but it, it's not good, so don't watch it. But Willow, I gave it a popcorn and a beer. I put Justice Campy as the original. It's not great. It's got the bully from Spider-Man. I can't think of the actor's name. Uh, but mm. if you know the bully from the new Spider-Man series with um, Tom, the, why do yeah. I always forget his name? Tom, uh, Tom Holland. Holland. Tom Holland. Like It always yeah. escapes my, my mind because he's Spider-Man. Like He's not yeah. really great in anything else I've seen except for Spider-Man. Like even Drake's, I was kind of like, mm, he's hard to buy. Isn't I like it? that one. Oh yeah, he's no, hard definitely. to buy, isn't it? Yeah. He's tiny. He's so little. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's just hard for me to buy. Uh, I, like especially because if you play that video game series, he gets old and mm. has a daughter and retires. It's maybe yeah. it should have been Mark. Well, Wahlberg I think it's supposed instead. to be. I think it's supposed to be like young version of him, right? I mean, but still, I mean, he's a full grown man, right? <laughs> so it's like he's not gonna get. It doesn't work unless the character, the actor ages with the character. You know yeah. what I mean? To like Tom, become, yeah, I don't know. Tom Holland looks like he weighs a buck twenty-five, soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I don't, I don't know. And uh, I gave uh, Willow though a pop and a beer. Like I said, if you've ever seen the Spider-Man series with uh, Tom Holland, you know who the bully is. Um, Eastern Indian actor, young, sarcastic. Uh, typical rich kid bully in Spider-Man. In this, he plays a mm. prince. Um, really annoying character. Like, the always conflicted. I don't know if I can. Everything bad always happens to me. Kind of annoying to go through with him. But I gave it a pop and a beer purely for the nostalgia. Anyone that was into Willow growing up, and uh, I grew up on Willow, like I was saying in the production meeting, probably watched it four to five times. It was good to me. I, I want to be good to it. I'll give it a pop and a beer. Outside of the nostalgia, just deal with the bad acting, deal with the bad storytelling. Uh, And they too went for a twist at the end. They too went for a twist Mm. at the end. So that's Disney's new thing now is like, but wait, there's more (laughs) in everything they do. Uh, So this week for our Drunk Classic, we did a tribute to Renner, right? A tribute to Jeremy Renner. We did. Because he got injured, right? Trying to save some people. Yeah, yeah. And you chose one of his more, uh, yeah, he is. He tried to be a real-life Hawkeye. Uh, And unfortunately, (laughs) it's a little different in real life. It's a little different Mm -hmm. in real life. But, you know, um, whatever you're into, prayers, donations, off to him and his charities, his family. Like I said, whatever you're into, throw it up to him. Uh, Wish for him to get better soon. Uh, Good vibes. If that's all you have to give, give those. Uh, so, Jordan, you watch one of his more fun movies with a uh, yeah. comedic cast and a comedic feel, uh, Tag. Mm-hmm. So tell us about Tag. Tag. So Tag, um, I love Tag because you hardly ever get movies that are based on true events that are so, like, whimsical. It's always, like, mm-hmm. something, like, if something's based on a true story, it's like, oh, this disaster happened or, you know, this uh, government boring slog thing happened. You know what I mean? It's always, like, yeah. very... Very uh, just slow. 
but this is <laughs> a really fun true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jeremy Renner plays the mythical friend who's never been tagged, who has like Spider-Man intuition and agility, which kind of <laughs> ultimately makes him into the antagonist of the movie. Everyone's like, oh, we got to get this guy before we stop playing. Like he's just, <laughs> he, he's like Jason Bourne of tag of hide and go seek. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a hilarious ensemble cast. Isla Fisher, the redhead yeah, girl she's from the best. Uh, Wedding Crashers. Yeah, plays and, like, uh, and she's in, um, uh, 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 gosh, the magician movie. Um, oh, The Illusionist? No, no, the other no, one. no. With Woody Harrelson and uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh, Now You See Me? Now You See Me, yeah. She's the female yeah. musician in Now You See Me. Uh, and yeah. you're right, yes, the sister in Wedding Crashers. And she is yeah. phenomenal in Wedding Crashers. Oh man, that's what I said. she steals that like every scene in pretty much every movie she's in. She well, I guess she's a little bit forgettable in uh, Now You See Me, but Wedding Crashers. It's like how do you steal a movie from Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson? I'll like, find she, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she plays crazy really well. Yes, kind of kind of hot kind of hot crazy. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's into it. Like there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's the character. I don't, I don't, I, I don't uh, subscribe to that. We can't acknowledge the times and be like, no, that was the character. The character yeah. was supposed to be the crazy sister. And it's even revealed at the end. He's kind of into it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and what, what, what would you expect from someone married to Sasha Baron Cohen? You got to have yeah, a little bit of crazy right. in you, right? You got to deal, gotta with, deal a lot with in that house. <laughs> different personalities. Every time you come home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie tries a little too hard to have different, like, heartfelt subplots. When you just, you kind of want more of the slapstick action and funny banter. But mm-hmm. it, it makes sense in trying to explain, like, this lifelong game of tag is obviously gonna gonna go through, you know, serious real-life moments. So, you know, they, they're trying to portray that, like, you know, people get married. People die, yeah. people have children, and it's like, you still, you, the, hey, the game don't stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't, the, the famous quote from the movie is, we don't stop playing because we grow old, we grow old because we stop playing. It's great. Yeah. Love it. I love, love it. that. Love it. Um, it honestly feels like a bad movie, but I'll enjoy it every time I watch it, so I'm going to give it a popcorn and a beer. Popcorn and a beer. It's a watchable. Right? Anytime it's on TV, oh, yeah. just leave it on. If, if you're flipping yes. through the channels and you see tag, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. A popcorn and a beer. I, I agree. You know who I could have replaced in that movie, though, is Ed Helms. I, I, yeah. I don't know who I would have replaced him with, but I felt like he was super replaceable. He's very um, replaceable in most and, things he's in. Anyone can do what Ed Helms can do, except for yeah. The Office. Andy is the only role where I was like, you know what, Ed Helms, I like you here. Outside <laughs> of that, I don't know. Maybe Hangover One. Maybe Hangover One. He plays that character well, but yeah. he is definitely the weak link out of the what two. Yeah, I mean, Three, he's a, he's two, um he's a one note wonder. I'm gonna sing, yeah. be goofy, and get bullied. I'm going to sing, get bullied, and be goofy. And it's over yeah. and over and over. And it's kind of like, all right, man, like you're, you're always the same. You're going to keep getting work. Cause we're going to laugh at you. Cause you're the goofy nerd that made it. But ugh. doesn't he try Doesn't he play like the villain in weird, the Millers? Yeah. He plays the drug dealer. And, 
and it doesn't work at all. Well, he's the same character. He's the same <laughs> yeah. person with the same jokes. Like, I'm going to add a whoop to at the end of every word I say. Like, you know, <laughs> okay, cool. You got one thing. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, for me, I watched The Town for Jeremy Renner Appreciation. And that movie still slaps. It is oh, still, yeah. I'm just going to say it right now. It's still a popcorn and three beers. It is yeah. so good. Uh, one of my favorite Renner quote, uh, Ben Affleck comes into the room. I need your help. You can never ask me about it. You cannot ask me about it later. And we're going to hurt some people. Renner responds, whose car we're going to take? <laughs> like, I love yeah. that line. Like, it's fantastic. <laughs> like, yeah. that is a real friend. That is a real brother there. And then um, another line that Ben Affleck wrote into the movie was uh, the love interest. How do I know you're telling the truth? Because you're going to hate me after you hear all the answers. Mm. <laughs> so, Good stuff. So those two quotes really stood out. It is a great heist movie, robbery movie. It starts with the like three quotes in a row about robbing banks and chasing people that rob banks. It's It has you from the moment it starts. It has a great intro. Right when you start, you're in the story. It, it doesn't. It's not like a random bank. It's this is the story immediately. We're gonna write you right into this story, and it really shows that whenever Ben Affleck writes and directs something, it is amazing. He is he is a very talented mm -hmm. writer and director. It's very hard for him to miss. He misses a lot as an actor, but not a ton as a writer director. Not a ton. I mean, he's won multiple Oscars. You know, Goodwill Hunting, Argo. So. You got to take it for what he is. He is fantastic. At the end, you see a lot of set it off. Do you remember the movie set it off? Yeah. I remember okay. the ending for sure. Yeah. And the end of yeah. this is very similar to the end of set it off. Well, at least the robbery scene, yeah. the bank robbery scene, very similar. Um, I will say that it was Jeremy Renner getting back at the Academy for not nominating him or putting him up for nomination for the Hurt Locker. Okay. Oh, really? Because he didn't okay. win for that year, Sean Penn won for Milk, right? And sure, whatever. Harvey Milk, the yeah. uh, famous uh, homosexual, uh, what is he, senator, right, from San Francisco? Or was he a yes. senator? I think, I think he was becoming a senator. He was the, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't want to so, get all false information. but So pol po political role played by Sean Penn of yeah. one of the first uh, homosexual political leaders that we had in our country. Now, mm. Sure, that's great, but you already know my feelings on this. I'm not going to give out an award just to give out an award. And Sean Penn's a terrible person. So there's <laughs> there's also that. Like, Sean Penn's not a great person. And Remy, uh, pardon me, Jeremy Renner gets back at them, and they reward him with an Oscar for this performance, and he gets Best Supporting Actor. Uh, and he deserved it. He was fantastic. Yeah. Everything he did, if you're from an area like an Oakland, like an Antioch, like a Manteca, you know somebody like this. That oh, yeah. they are loyal to death to you. They're not the best mm. person in the world. They're not into the best <laughs> things in the world. But if you are friends with them, they will never let you down and they will always be there for you. Yep, he got that dog in him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, again, amazing uh, writing, amazing direction. And I'm glad I got to do this as my homage to uh, Jeremy Renner because uh, I don't know if that was the right word there. But as my uh, no, that's, you're good. <laughs> okay, my my drunk classic for uh, our Renner tribute because he won the best supporting actor. He's fantastic in it, and it was a great rewatch. It still holds up. Yeah. Uh, 
it's really odd. This is going to be a terrible transition because we're going from one of the better movies in the last, you know, 20 years to one of the worst movies in the last 20 <laughs> years in Megan. Uh, so what yeah. did you think of Megan? So, Megan, what if the T-800 was a bratty six-year-old? <laughs> uh, right? That's what the, they call the Terminators T-800s? I thought it was T-3000, but – or some, maybe I'm thinking of the newer ones. They've made a yeah. thousand Terminators since then. But uh, <laughs> T-1000. Is it T-1000? Or is the T-1000 yeah. the, liquid, the liquid one? I think, I think T-800 is Arnold. T-800 is Arnold and T-1000 is uh, Liquid Cop. I don't know. I feel like Josh would know this one. Damn it. I do too. We're missing Josh already. We're missing Josh already. It'd be fun if he inserted a clip of himself there and just said, it's the T whatever you idiots. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So, so so it was a bratty six year old. Yeah. I will say the movie was self-aware enough to like lean into being as much a comedy as an attempt at a horror film. Uh, But it just, it had too much sass and not enough mayhem for me. She was, she was putting up rookie numbers when she killed like five people, six uh-huh. people. Yeah, it just it, it wasn't well, enough. I think it was two, three, four, four people. She kills four. Yeah, attempts to kill more, but only kills four. Yeah, big big rookie numbers. Yeah, didn't do it for me. It, it was you could tell it was trying to really cling to that PG thirteen rating. Oh my gosh, wait till you hear what I have written. But yes, absolutely. <laughs> they did not want to go too far. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the costume design or, or whatever you want to call it for Megan herself was awful. She looked and moved not, not even like a robot and even less like a child, but more just like an older person with bad posture in a, in a cheap Halloween costume. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, her, her randomly breaking out into song made the, the whole theater kind of go, Oh God! In unison, you could hear Ugh. just like every you could hear this weight just fall on everyone. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the most tense sequence of the movie, where she you know goes psycho on the bully kid, getting a little rapey with her in the woods. Yeah, uh, it's quickly, that was that it's, was weird to me. That right, scene like, was weird. I was so uncomfortable in the movie theater when that started. I was like, you're like, what is about to happen? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, he, he takes off her shoe and you're like, oh, God, just stop right there, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, but but that whole scene, it's really tense and it's quickly undermined by her giving chase by way of bear bear crawl. <laughs> Super <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Like you could you just design this. What ten thousand? Or they say she cost ten thousand dollars or something like that to own. No, for purchase, it's, but like she spent a hundred thousand dollars of the company's money to get her like bill. Remember, because he's yeah. like he's gonna send me to jail or take me to court. And that's how she's designed to run. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the plot holes are numerous. It's extremely predictable. The acting is embarrassing. And spoiler alert: they kill the dog. And you never kill the dog, even if it's a bad dog, because we all know it's really just a bad owner. I'm just going to read you my notes when I start going. <laughs> okay. uh, but if you're missing pressure washer on your uh, horror movie death bingo card, congratulations. Bingo, you got it. <laughs> uh, they spent a lot of money on, on promotion for this movie, and it seems to have paid off. Uh, it gathered a, a, a good cult following. And the box office success all but guarantees us a sequel that as of, you know, since I kind of wrote my notes on this movie, 
has been pretty much confirmed. They are already working on a sequel to this. So, yeah. you know, we all can't wait for that dumpster fire. <laughs> her and her my my last thing is her whole reason for killing is to protect the girl, but then she kind of just starts killing indiscriminately with no real yeah. explanation for it. She's just like, eh, she gets a taste for it and yeah. A popcorn a popcorn. That's it. Popcorn. Okay, so uh, for me, my first note when the movie first starts, Furby. That's Furby. the first note I put was Furby. <laughs> <laughs> so I put Furby. That was my first note. And then I put opening terrible. Writing on the doctor, zero emotion. So what yeah. I mean there is the writing for the psychologist was terrible. None of the characters show yeah. any emotion with a very emotional event at the very beginning of the movie. Like there's zero emotion. No. And it's not explained till the very end of the movie why there's they're just emotionless. And like you said, the acting just terrible. It was terrible. so weird. There's like no emotion at all from anyone. Uh, <laughs> and I said, uh, reuse so many plots, so recycled, plagiarism. Uh, I put Dolly <laughs> Dearest, Chucky, uh, Gremlins. <laughs> I just started writing movies that they stole plots from. Don't forget Small Soldiers. Uh, yeah, Small Soldiers. Classic. Um, it, this it, movie it made just... me want to watch Small Soldiers. Sorry. Because well, <laughs> that one has actually, uh, you know, Kirsten Dunst and some classic uh, actors in it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then I, it's funny you said the dog, spoiler, the dog. I put killed the dog, dot, 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 assholes. <laughs> uh, Don't kill I, I, the dog. I put takes so long to get moving. Because <laughs> it's like you're, you're sitting there for 45 minutes to an hour of unnecessary story, right? Yeah. Uh, a little boy scene when um, Brandon, the bully, uh, meets his demise. Spoiler alert. I mean, you should see it coming. If you don't, that's on you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a scene that it, it's paying homage to Pet Cemetery. If you've ever yeah. seen Pet Cemetery, the last thing you see after the car hits, the only thing you see is the shoe. So it's exactly the same in this movie. So again, plagiarism. But I think they were trying to play, uh, uh, pay homage, pardon me, to that movie in that scene. The graphics were so bad. Not just her, but the scene with the little boy and how she injures him. I'm like, okay, body parts don't work like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I put moments that are so, so having to do with the singing. Moments that are supposed to be taken as creepy, but just come off as awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, yeah. I was referring to the constant singing. I was like, I know you want me to feel like this is creepy, but it's just awkward. The little girl is just so like her face is just so blank while she's being sang to. She's just yes. <laughs> like she wants she wants it to stop as bad as we do. It was and it was like <laughs> the songs don't even make sense. You're singing Titanium for no reason. <laughs> like yeah. for no discernible reason are you singing this? She hasn't said she likes David Guetta. It's never played throughout the movie. She's yeah. never heard the song, and she's supposed to be learning from the things around her. And just out of nowhere, we get David Guetta Titanium. So David got paid. As a lullaby. As a lullaby. As a lullaby. <laughs> uh, hello, Pitch Perfect. More plagiarism, uh, mm -hmm. by the way. And then the last thing I put was scene where uh, a, a scene with the next-door neighbor straight out of Dolly Dearest. 
every single thing about that scene is almost the exact same scene as when Dolly Dearest electrocutes the maid in the cell or in the attic of their house. Uh, and that's an old movie. Not a lot of people saw it, but basically the spirit I, of a goat demon falls into a bunch of dolls and she starts murdering people. Say goat Dolly demon? De- yeah, a goat demon. It's called Dolly Dearest. Hard to watch. Hard to watch. I don't down. recommend it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not a good movie. Um, it's like, and that I think was a ripoff of Chucky, by the way. Mm. So... Uh, I put scene right out of Dolly Dearest. It's 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 just a bad movie. Multiple times, I was like, this is dumb. Like, multiple, multiple times, I was like, this is stupid. Um, when she was able to turn her off to wrap her in bubble wrap and duct tape. Somehow she can't get out of bubble wrap and duct tape, but she can break <laughs> titanium cables. Yeah. Didn't make sense to me, but if you can't duck it, kids, you get the rest of that. So, so wrap, my only weakness... <laughs> just so much of it uh, was was hard to watch. Uh, it's awkward. It's bad. Bloomhouse has a hit and miss track record. This to me was a miss. I also gave it a pop. You know what I feel about Blum, Bloomhouse Blumhouse movies? What's that? Is that they they make movies just so that they can do like what's the word I'm for like the they can license it to Universal Studios to do their Halloween Horror Nights. I don't yeah. know if you've been there. Yeah, I have. yeah. I the last time I went, years. yeah, you were like, in my house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say like a little bit, like fairly recently. Okay. If you've gone, but um, yeah, just all they're all like Blumhouse movies and characters walking around. I feel like that's kind of their target with their movies. Also, sequels. All their movies yeah. have like two, three, four sequels. So it is what it is. But, you know, it's a shorter show today because we're missing Josh, and that's okay. But we've already got our drunk classic. We're going to go Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, Jordan mm-hmm. has never seen it. It is a classic. And if you like Mr. Candy and you like Steve Martin, you will enjoy Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What 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 is our butter on top for next week? What are we going with? It's a lot of art in the theater mm-hmm. right now. We can go A Man Called Otto. I know that was high on Josh's list, right? All right. So let's go A Man Called Otto or A Man Named Otto. Named Otto, yeah. A Fish Called Wanda. <laughs> totally different movie. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that sounds good. Thank you, Jordan, for making it. I'm, I'm sorry about uh, the times not lining up perfectly this time, but next time we'll, we'll get it in order. Uh, the 49ers Stuff are happens, probably going to yeah. win again. So I just need you to have your charger prepared for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> uh, we will see you again next week with our reviews of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and A Man Called Auto. Thank you so much, and we'll see you at the movies. Bring your popcorn and beer. <laughs>